Okay, back with our intern, Cobra Kai. Uh, welcome back to the show, Cobra Kai. Welcome back, uh, Kai. Good to be back. Oh, thanks, guys. Got a lot going on today. Today is Casey's birthday episode. Yes. But first things, first things first, we have to get to check in from Cobra Kai, who has been shotgunning <laughs> his namesake TV series uh, and live-tweeting it. You can follow him at Two Simple Ideas. Um, we you know, asked him. It, it very much reminds me. So I haven't had a drink yet. As we've already established, so I haven't actually shotgunned anything. <laughs> but one time, my my group here uh, on campus freshman year, we uh, decided to have like some kind of party, and uh, so somebody managed to get a keg of root beer, uh, wow. and one of the individuals here at school who is. Uh, no longer here, we'll say, uh, was had some expertise in the art of doing a keg stand. So believe it or not, I have done a keg stand before with root beer, naturally. So uh, that is similar to how I've been consuming Cobra Kai. That is one of the most Christian college things I've ever heard. Uh, Checks beer. out. So uh, I, I didn't do very good. If that, uh, <laughs> To nobody's surprise. <laughs> okay, so Casey, you're you're flying blind here yes. on the Cobra Kai TV series. Okay, we'll, yes. we'll we'll uh we'll see if we can get you to dive in at some point. Okay, it's on Netflix now, so don't need I to bother only, with any I'm, of the YouTube nonsense. I'm at the end of season two of Law and oh, Order SVU, oh, gosh. <laughs> and I will have I think 19 seasons to go after that. So. <sighs> Hey. This, this may this may come across as offensive, but like, isn't every episode essentially the same with like those cop shows where there's like there's a crime and then they yeah. solve the crime? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's why it's like a little blanky. You just know right. what's gonna happen, basically. Hey Casey, can I <laughs> can I spoil the last nineteen seasons for you? <laughs> no. It's never the first person they suspect. <laughs> <sighs> I've also been watching Golden Girls, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have a palate cleanser after the rape show. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> okay, can we quote you on that? Can we just pull that quote? Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Cobra Kai, walk, walk us through this. Where are you right now in the Cobra so, Kai TV series? Yeah, I just finished uh, season one. Uh, it was, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I thought it, uh, stayed fairly faithful to the original TV series, or no, yeah, not TV, movie, original movie, forgive me, uh, which I don't necessarily have, um, any, as much nostalgia for it as it would appear you mm-hmm. do, uh, but, uh, it is, it is my name, so I, I have an obligation to enjoy it to an extent. And it, it is good. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've been enjoying it. Very polite way of saying I'm not as old as you and about to die <laughs> like you are. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. also well, a polite I mean, like, way of saying some things are only good because you liked them when you were younger. And then when you grow up, you only like them because you're nostalgic for them. That definitely could be. See, like, like the Goonies. Don't feel too bad. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet, believe it or not. Uh, Casey, but, Casey, be careful. That's also uh, how my marriage works. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Cobra. 
Don't feel too bad, though, Matthew. You know, like uh, I'll, I'll get there eventually, and I'm no no doubt going to have my t- my generation's going to have their TV shows that we look back on, and all the all the other kids won't understand. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, if I had to guess, it's going to be Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you know oh. anything about that. Okay, uh, yeah, that's, my kids that's have watched it like three times through. I uh, yeah, my friend's seen it like twenty. I'm on like my fourth run right now. Wow, it's, okay, it's kind of the show of my generation for sure. So okay. everyone has one. But yeah, anyway, I I just yeah had a, had a few thoughts. If if you don't know, I've been I've been live tweeting the show, uh, and it's been it's been a good time. Just kind of hot take off off the off the griddle reactions, you know. Uh, but the first thing I'd like to address before I kind of go into this, we had a conversation before this podcast started, Matthew, about the method in which you consume TV, and it made me vomit in my mouth. Uh, I grew dizzy and nearly fainted. Okay. Would you please explain to our listening audience the abomination that is the method by which you consume TV? I don't know uh, what's coming. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's the way I watch Game of Thrones, is I would just, if I'm catching something, let me phrase this carefully if i'm if i'm behind on something like if it's already happened and i'm playing catch up uh instead of like watching entire episodes i'll just pick like character arcs and follow them <laughs> I on don't youtube know this. so like like on game of thrones i i started with uh sort of john snow and so i would just skip everything that didn't have to do with john snow and i just follow his arc from like the first season like all the way through to where i was to get caught up on what he was up to that's not how narrative and world building and storytelling works, Matthew. <laughs> Repent of your sins. How is that? You're the you're the guy who when you're the guy in literature class where you got like one of those you know kind of kind of older ladies who's just like really passionate about literature and like assigns lots of great books, but you're the guy who goes and spark notes them and then <laughs> pretends like that you read it. That's you. <laughs> I, ha- I have no problems absolutely ripping you a new one in this one. You Listen. are not right in any capacity. Listen, it is because, sir, sir, it is because of me that you got followed by literally several <laughs> hot Christian moms. Every 21-year-old's dream. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, so. I got to build, build the brand. Got to start somewhere. Yes, got to build the brand. All right. Anyway. All right. I take that. I take that criticism. All right. Well, what since are you I watching watch television, now, Matthew? Oh, yeah, are you watching question. anything? Um, no. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I, I. I I watch a little bit of sports, but other than that, I try to put it on the uh, free time on the book right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's respectable. See, I'm personally more of a movie guy myself anyway. My my roommate and I, we yeah, we, we go through. We got a whole list. There's this Letterboxd app, I guess, where you can rank movies and get suggestions. I just found out about it. Kind of a big deal. Yes. And uh, so we got a big big backlog we're going through. We just watched uh, The Florida Project, which was very good. Oh. I recommend. That's, that movie is sad, and I've been to the like several of the places in it because mm. they're real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is... Very well done. Yes. But in a, in a far lighter and goofier <laughs> uh, series of media, Cobra Kai, a few things I've noticed. So, Casey, you, you might be a little out of it on this one, seeing as you weren't homeschooled. But if you're like Matthew and I, we, we, we really have a heart-to-heart here about 
I'm, I'm genuinely curious as to whether this show was actually written by homeschoolers or not, because the portrayal of public school feels very much like the stereotypical caricature that my parents warned me about, and uh, it was it, it was like tr- to try to convince me to stay homeschooled. You know, they're like, sure, you might have more friends, but you're gonna get beat up and, and cyberbullied constantly, which I. Fully believe that those things happen, obviously, but it is a nonstop barrage in this show, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Also, no security whatsoever in the schools. Okay. You know, you have like a major brawl, and there's just no one. Like no one is coming. Like, if this is real world, like I think those kids would all be shot. Oh, like they would oh just. My gosh. <laughs> if two kids were fighting like that in public Ooh. schools, they would just, you know, the police would just come in and murder them on sight. Yep. Just all be over right there. I'm a little but, confused, like, as the dynamic, too. Like, I'm wondering if there are no private schools in the area. Uh, because, like, the, the dynamic is because of, like, the there's kind of a class divide, obviously, going on. But I imagine if the kids really are as rich as they're being portrayed in the show, if they wouldn't, like, you know, the school doesn't seem to be the nicest thing, you know, out there. Okay, <laughs> so, so you think uh, you think Sam would be in private school, is what you're saying? I I would imagine so, just based on the the state of their house and whatnot. So okay. there's some economic shenanigans going on for sure. Fair to set the the world of Cobra Kai. You got to build the world up and just say there's no cops anywhere. Well, you no. see them, but like it's it's a show like where the cops only come in when they're needed. Right. Wow. Um, and also, yeah. it's a world where people really really care about karate. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> i don't think any other sports exist except karate because no. it's it's a world where like you can see a 50 year old man and say like hey when you were 16 you're the guy that won the karate tournament <laughs> and that's like a normal thing that happens in this world yep yep no big big like living vicariously through the children vibes but of course it's multi-tiered because there's lots of daddy issues obviously and so like the uh uh what's his face uh lawrence's kid you know is working or is uh, yeah in the the square what's his face larusso yeah his dojo and uh so yeah lots of daddy issues but i suppose that makes for good tv casey are you intrigued (laughs) sure (laughs) what years does this show take place is it 2018 okay okay yeah so interesting and uh uh, they they do a fairly good job, I think. I mean, I'm not a teenager anymore, so I have no idea what what that's like or like what's hit or trending now. But it didn't seem you to know like... more than we do, though. So. Yeah, that that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> I have oh geez, do I have two younger siblings that are both teens now? One just became one. I know the other one's driving and ugh, yikes. Oh wow. You have yeah. a younger sibling that is the same age as one of my children. <laughs> That's a fun age, yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. undoubtedly. But, so, uh, uh, I gotta interrupt and ask you this: Which I, I'm I'm hearing the answer already, but I just mm-hmm. need to hear you say it. Which Which side are you being drawn to right now, Miyagi Do or Cobra Kai? So, I mean, obviously, I have to choose Cobra Kai just because mm-hmm. the name alone, okay. but. There is the very real reality that even though Cobra Kai is a little bit toxic, uh, pretty problematic, as the kids would say, they're punk rock, man. They're so cool. <laughs> they, they they kick ass, you know? It's just, 
and Miyagi is you know he's just a square like he, he thinks he's trying to be like Mr. Miyagi or whatever but he's not he's he's just he's a dude who thinks he's a hotshot because he's he runs a car dealership like I don't know any cool people that run car dealerships <laughs> no offense to any of the listening audience that may run a car dealership but uh but did they win a karate tournament when they were 16 Right, that's the real question. That's really your only claim to fame. But yeah, Cooper Kai, super metal, like just really punk rock. They got they got the good music. They got the cool uniforms. Uh, they, they they just got the spirit, you know, the real mm-hmm. the fire within, as it were. So you made it to the, you made it through season one. Is that what you said? You're all the way through. Yes, all so the way through the end. Yeah. Through the uh, the the showdown between Miguel and. Uh, and Robbie, yes, yes. Okay, I think my favorite part of like that whole that whole season was just watching Johnny like at that tournament, all his flashbacks mm. and yeah, actually some ni- really nice acting from Billy Zabka of for sure. You know when he pulls Miguel back and was like, you know, we don't have to win like this. Yeah, yeah. It's a great I, I think that's that's probably another reason I'm more drawn to Cobra Kai too is the, I mean, the character is just far more interesting. Like mm-hmm. Daniel LaRusso's already had his arc, you know, he was the the scrappy kid who moved in from another town and, you know, he overcame the impossible by, you know, kicking some butt in karate. But, you know, uh, yeah, Johnny, he's, he's still fighting his demons and that's, that's compelling. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I love Johnny. I got, I got to ask you this. What is your opinion on Robbie's ponytail? So it's it's it works for him. It's much better than the long, flowy, like really thick kind of like bob weave he's got going on for most of the show. Um, I I think he pulls off the ponytail well. I, I struggle with Robbie though. I he also has a very compelling character arc, but he, he's just got that really smug grin, man. Like his face all the time is just like he he just he thinks he's good looking. He knows he's good looking. And, uh, but his personality comes a long way. So I just need, that's something I need to get over. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew a few guys like that when I was a teenager. Yeah. It was, it's tough to not hate those guys, yeah. but you wanted to be those guys too. That was the <laughs> thing. Like you, you wanted to be Robbie, but you were more like, uh, more like Hawk. Oh. <laughs> At least in the beginning before he got cool. Yeah. I'm not even sure he gets cool afterward, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> Mohawks just don't do it for me, man. Not there for it. Um, I'm also concerned as to which tattoo dealership allowed the 13-year-old or what, 16, that's probably more accurate, to get a like a giant eagle tattoo with blue hair on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, that's a health code violation for sure. <laughs> but, I did feel... I mean, I- I did feel strangely vindicated when, uh, like, the girls wouldn't pay attention to him. But as soon as he starts making horrible life decisions, they're like, oh, that guy's hot. I'm like, yes, that was my experience, too. I think I make plenty of poor life decisions. They're just not the ones that girls find interesting is the problem. Same. Same. I need, need to start cataloging which ones are effective, and we'll, we'll try that out. <laughs> but I mean ultimately the show like the most interesting dynamics are you know the the ridiculous rivalry between two grown men who can't get over their karate rivalry from like I don't know 
when was this movie written? You guys are, or Matthew, you were born in like the 40s, right? So <laughs> yeah. like, it takes place in the 50s. I don't know. Uh, but I think my, my favorite part of the show was when LaRusso, uh, after his cousin busts up Johnny's car, his, his really sweet ride. That was, yeah, I like that car. Anyway, he uh, like takes him out for like a test spin in like a new car or whatever. And they, they're both just seething, right? Because they both hate each other. But then they turn on the radio and REO Speedwagon's playing. And they're like, oh, you like REO Speedwagon? What man doesn't? <laughs> and then they both start like bobbing their heads. And they're just kind of like, and just the mystical boomer energy that is REO Speedwagon is enough to heal rifts between two middle-aged men. Just something something powerful about that. My dad would agree, no, undoubtedly, you know. <laughs> It's the, it's the voice. The guy, I don't. I can't think of the guy's name. Who's the singer oh, yeah. of, of Speedwagon? But it's his voice. It's like, it's manly, but it's uh, it's like not threatening either. So like, mm. every man can, every every man can identify with it. Yeah, and this classic rock has a place in most of our hearts, except when they start playing the songs you listen to in high school on the classic rock <laughs> station. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh wait oh so they uh hmm. so like, i'm tracking why, why is foo fighters on classic <laughs> rock it's like oh dang i'm about to die because i'm <laughs> decrepit and old man we've we're, we've really just kind of honed in on your age this segment i think i'm really mm. i'm sorry about that that's fine that's uh, fine um well all right good at, everything good at christian college yeah hanging in there i uh Let's see, is anything? We had our one break for the semester. There's going to be like no fall break whatsoever. So we just had what was it, Labor Day? That's what it was. Yeah. Had our had our one day off, and then. Uh, Are you just going to through. classes? Are they in person? For the most part, I have one class that is entirely online because the instructors are a little bit older, and their uh, doctor advised them mm-hmm. to stay home and teach online. So there's that class, um, and then most of the other classes have the option to go in person or go on zoom and a lot of people are actually opting for zoom mm-hmm, i bet they um, are <laughs> yeah it is much easier to just go in your pajamas um but i'm really bummed because i really wish i had this option like freshman sophomore year where the classes were like absolute garbage mm. and then now that i've gotten to like some senior level stuff that i'm actually interested in i have the option to not go to class but i actually want to go to right. class so take it for what it's worth mm-hmm yeah, and then uh, yeah, the uh, my friends set me up on a on a blind date for October, so that's the most exciting news. That in is my exciting. Life. Yeah. Completely Do you have an exact sides, day? I October, I th- the first weekend in October. I think it's like the fourth mm-hmm, it's Friday. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Okay. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Uh, Matthew, you said you'd be willing to send in the Iwanas to bail me out if it goes south. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely for sure. We, You have the full support of the FSBT apparatus behind you. Do you know who it is? How do blind oh, dates no, work? You're going to show up and have never seen her, not gotten to like creep on her well, Instagram so I, or anything? At this point, I don't, I don't know if I know this person. Um, <laughs> neither party, yeah, has communicated anything uh, we've we have two we have a middle man and a middle woman who are in cahoots and oh. are orchestrating the whole ordeal. And, okay. Uh, Sounds like yeah. she knows who you are, though. <laughs> that would be my guess. <laughs> you think so? I'm, I've been told she doesn't, but I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah. I so, don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Okay, but to all the uh, hot Christian moms out there, <laughs> uh, please continue to follow him on Twitter. In the meantime. <laughs> yes. Please do, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What do you say in response to that? Yeah, no, I mean, I'll take the followers, but... <laughs> I I cherish all my followers equally, whether they're they're single or not. Put that out there. <laughs> all right, Cobra Kai. Thank you for stopping in, and we yeah. will uh, we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for having See me. Ya. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay. I had to wait a little while for this, <laughs> uh, as your tips for husbands. Right. Took the FSBT world by storm. <laughs> yes. Uh, How to wield more influence in your homes. Yes. I got to say, uh, it was impressive, <laughs> uh, but sadly lacking, Haas. <laughs> you, you left a lot on the table for me. Well, I didn't know that you would want a lot more tips. I could make a very long list if you'd like me to. We could do a whole episode, maybe a new whole podcast, where I tell men be... how to be. <laughs> Who would your host be for that, or your co-host be for that nope, one? Just me, just me and me. <laughs> <laughs> would you let me edit that podcast where you recorded a separate track of you just reacting to your own statements? <laughs> Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, Casey, I love that. Oh, okay, it's just your voice. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> okay. So so you have some tips. I do have some tips. That's good, because uh, you know what this world is lacking is <laughs> men telling women what to do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, happy birthday. Thank this you. is your birthday episode. Thank you. And uh, in in FSBT land, what we do is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's actually not the best way to do this because <laughs> when it's your birthday, the other person plans the episode. So basically, you don't know what jokes to make ahead of time. No, it's great. It's perfect. <laughs> I didn't do anything to prep for this episode. She's flying blind into I it. Am. She's totally blind. Just, I have to use just my quick wit and hope that it comes out okay. <laughs> Not going to make any statements about going to the can and pressing it down. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. Number one, tips for wives. Number one, hey, never let your husband sin. <laughs> How lazy can you be, ladies? Just standing there and allowing your husband to sin. Come on. Gosh. Yeah. That... You're, you're supposed to be his partner, not a spectator. Mm, okay. That's good. Uh, number two, be hot at all times. <laughs> Check. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many marriages that I've seen ruined by the simple carelessness of one partner forgetting to be hot all the time. It's sad, really. It's a lonely 
and well-traveled road. What I do is I set my alarm. I get up before Danny gets up to put my makeup on. And I wait till he goes to sleep to wash my makeup off so he doesn't ever have to see me without makeup. (laughs) That is so inspirational. (laughs) That is one of the biggest lies I've ever told. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Defend your husband from assassins. Okay. Wait, that's backwards. How's it backwards? Aren't, aren't men the defenders? Come on. Okay, well... Uh, How are we supposed to yes. defend them? Throw our well, hot female... bodies on them? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Point taken. What if they're female assassins? You can't expect your husband to engage in hand-to-hand combat True. with a sexy female assassin. True. I would definitely take her on. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm so sick of these gold digging floozies <laughs> in the church <laughs> who get the marriage bag, as the kids say. They get the bag. And then they just turn around and they just. Yeah, they just give up. They just sit back and leave their husband exposed to assassins. <laughs> it's a bigger problem than anybody knows. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I get a little worked up. That's my that's what that's an issue that is near and dear to my heart. Okay. All right. Uh, number four. Uh, don't forget about the three ends. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the three ends, Haas. Nachos, nudity, Nintendo. Okay, in that order? The, in No, listen. <laughs> in whichever order. Okay. I'm not in the I'm not in the I don't think nachos should come first. Just I mean, just maybe save that for the last thing. Or, you know, listen, we can use the 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 esteemed theologian Meatloaf, uh, his words, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, as long as night, one of the two is nudity, right? <laughs> on any given night, you know, two of two out of three ain't bad. Okay. Uh, but these are the bedrocks of successful relationships. Uh, and I just feel like as a church, we have ignored this for far too long. You're probably right. The three N's. Moving on. Number five. Always be willing to commit crimes for your husband. (laughs) Well, you would have to since he can't sin. So you have to be the one to do them, right? Do the bad stuff. He is the the head of the family. (laughs) You have to be willing to catch a charge for this man. Number six. This is all I've got. Number six. Do not betray your husband to alien bounty hunters. (laughs) Is there a reward on his head? Is the Mandalorian, as it were, after him? You call yourself a godly wife and you betray his location to the Mandalorian to collect half the reward as he promised you? Sad. Sickening. Pathetic. You are not a Proverbs 31 woman. I don't know what you are, but you're not Proverbs 31. 
I can't imagine how da- excited Danny would be if the Mandalorian showed up at our house. <laughs> would he call him Mando? Would he feel comfortable enough to go with the slang and just call him Mando? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, those are my tips for wives. You are welcome. I appreciate the... that. That's just, I hadn't considered many of those. So <laughs> now I know <laughs> how I'm going to wield even more influence in my home. In in your home, which you is, don't even know. How I don't even. I I have never even considered how I could wield more influence. It's not like the influence I already wield is a crushing weight. <laughs> 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 well, just don't wield too much influence because Yep. I have to take me see. before the elders and be like, <laughs> she's too influential. <laughs> she's an influencer now. <laughs> no. Okay, uh let's do a little housekeeping. Yes. Uh just an incredible amount of feedback right now that we have to talk about. Okay. I would like to lead this off by reading a DM that I got from listener Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. A little oddball thing here. Kendra Kendra and I know this guy in real life. Oh, okay. Uh, We went to school with him. I honestly, like, I was going to ask Kendra out. This is a true story. I was going to ask her out a week earlier than I did, but I didn't because I got spooked off because I saw them hanging out and I thought that I thought that Tim and Kendra were together. And then I realized that they weren't. And then I asked Kendra out and the rest is history. Wow. So, Tim, would-be home record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read his DM okay. in its uh, in its entirety. Okay. Hey, this is from the last episode. Hey, your question about Alex Jones, Falwell, etc. and why so attracted to Trump. I think it's about the proximity to power. Good point, Tim. That is a great point. If they... If they align with who is in power, they feel more power, Mm. especially when that person in power has the mirage of a self-made millionaire. Mm. That's a great word, mirage. mm -hmm. But is it performative? (laughs) Also, I don't think that you give Jeff Moore in the distance enough credit. I'll come back to this. (laughs) (laughs) Or... uh, Amy, I think I don't know if he's trying to say Amy Grant or what is a typo. Uh, it was our youth group's obsession because he was from Flint. Also, WFH, wank for her. Protect your purity so you protect hers. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Not really okay. a typical youth group. Uh, thing that they encourage but you know what this is 2020 we've come a long way maybe i don't know if anything that would be in the male only breakout (laughs) session i don't think that one was happening in the in the regular uh get together uh also i don't give jeff more in distance enough credit it's hard to because he never played an instrument like Mm. he never played like even if you saw him doing like a little solo thing like he'd have to have the acoustic guitar guy behind him mm. and it's like how long have you been in the music business like you can't <laughs> learn four chords 
that's what i this one of my pet peeves is lead singers who refuse to learn how to play guitar they refuse and like always always have to have the accompaniment person with them mm. it's like what are you that important are you really that important <laughs> that you can't sully your fingers with the strings of an acoustic guitar <laughs> You can't sit there and just plunk out a few chords on the piano. Like, you don't even have to have the calluses, well, the guitar calluses, you know, to play the piano. Can't sing Come and on. play the clarinet at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, special shout out to our uh, 2019 and very possibly 2020. Student of the year, yes. Audrey. Uh, FSBT student of the year. Right. Audrey, uh, currently going quite viral right now. She has a, a tweet that has like, uh, it was like almost 6,000 likes last time I checked. Wow. Look at look at her go. I don't think Influencer I've gotten a the total making. of 6,000 likes in my Twitter career. <laughs> <laughs> So I just feel like she's making a a really like, this is a concerted push towards a repeat student of the year. I think award. so. If you want to challenge her, you need to step up to the plate, make yourself known. <laughs> Spoiler alert: she is the only person under the age of twenty who has ever listened to no, the show. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> 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 all right uh moving on in uh housekeeping we have to talk about our fake facts contest yes last last episode we announced that we had a couple t-shirts that we were going to send out as prizes for our contest where you send in fake facts about the show and about us yes we got a bunch bunch of them in uh we're gonna wait. go ahead and go through them now so what do we have? I'll go first. Okay, I will. S- okay, go. Oh, you, okay, you go. That's your birthday. You go first. <laughs> okay. All right. This is from Canada, Laura. All right. FSBT fake fact: Casey is actually the generous wife and the generous husband of the infamous Marriage Bed Twitter account. <laughs> She started it the year she and Danny got married. I am the generous wife and the generous husband. Good plot twist there, Ken. Yeah, good good plot twist there, Laura. I love it. Uh, Okay. All right. This is from this is from John. Uh, He's got three of them for us. Okay. John Avery Whitaker called Fun Sexy Bible Time the best and most family-friendly podcast of all time. <laughs> Thank you for that. Also, okay. <laughs> Casey received an award from John Piper for her humility, piety, and perfect understanding of complementarian theology. Uh, <laughs> you got something to say to me, John? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till, wait till you get to mine. My facts from John. <laughs> Matthew was named MVP of his youth group for his exceptional work hiding his boner while reading Song of Solomon. Uh, these are supposed to be fake facts. Hey! Hey! 
Listen to the abuse I am taking today. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, John. Yes. Okay. Next, I have Hannah. All right. She has three for us. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> this is so funny. Casey was a horse girl. <laughs> From first to fourth grade, everything everything changed when she actually rode on a pony during the local mega church's fall festival. She has sworn off horses ever since. <laughs> Number two, Matthew was so so. You're saying that she said nay to horses? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a dumb joke. Number two, Matthew was a model in an Abeka homeschool textbook. <laughs> Number three, Cobra Cry once got grounded for making a March Madness bracket of the CCM babes. <laughs> Horse girl. I would love I would love to see that bracket, by the way. <laughs> I would love to critique that bracket. Cobra Kai, get on that. That's your that's your new uh that's your new assignment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you have? Okay. Uh, oh, good heavens. This is a long one. That's what she said. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> this is from David. Fake F- FSBT facts. The podcast bio. Fun Sexy Bible Time is a unique listening experience hosted by life coach Matthew Pierce and world-renowned theologian Casey Haas. FSBT is recorded daily <laughs> and is reminiscent of charming talk shows such as the Howard Stern Show, The Morning Hangover, and the Rush Limbaugh Show. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to think about that. That was, that was all over the place. Uh, oh, it keeps going. <laughs> I thought this was a separate fact. It's all the same. All right. Initially formed as a digital debate floor for the progressive Pierce and the conservative Haas to hash out their doctrinal differences, FSBT has evolved into conversations surrounding Chip and Joanna-esque themes, including the topics of home design, renovation, and Target store product placement. During their Patreon-only bonus episodes, Pierce and Haas take listeners on inspired journeys through time to chronicle biblical renovations such as Samson's Barbershop, King David's Rooftop Baths, and Lot's Daughter's Rustic Retreat. <laughs> oh, my. That was... That was, <laughs> that was incredible, David. That's going to be on our Wikipedia page. <laughs> Right above the scandal heading. <laughs> Scandals, plural. Scandals. Okay. It's one of those where you click the heading and like it just whoa, it like takes up the entire screen. <laughs> as soon as you expand it. Okay. I have now Becca. All right. Fake facts. She has several, several fake facts for us. FSBT was originally on the Desiring God Network, but the podcast was, quote, let go when they did the episode about the erotic baptism without Piper's approval. (laughs) When Matthew was at Christian college, 
He played drums in a Christian ska band called the Incredulous Street Sweeps. Oh, my. Oh, my. Everybody in that band was a homeschooler, by the way. One time in youth group, Casey got got in trouble for calling Laban a dumbass cuckold. (laughs) Before becoming their intern, Cobra Kai had to fight a bear and kill a snake to prove his worthiness to Casey and Matthew. Heck, yeah. Okay, last one. Cardi B stole the beat and lyrics of WAP. Which I think they say it the other way. From a demo track that DC Talk made in the early 90s, but that they never formally released. White Anglo-Protestant was scrapped from their first album. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. How are we going to pick a winner from these? Do we have to pick right now? I hope not. Nah, we can, then we can talk about it later. Okay. Um, okay, this is from... Uh, there's the pe- their their username is pessimus. That's okay. okay. Uh, they just went totally rogue on this okay. one, okay. And which I actually respect quite a bit. <laughs> and they just sent me a fake fact that has nothing to do with us or the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. They sent me a Paul F. Tompkins tweet, and it says. Not all Chihuahuas are truly Chihuahuas. The real ones come only from the Chihuahua region in Mexico. The rest are just sparkling dogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, pessimist. Okay. Um, this is from Sarah. Fake facts. Disgraced. X-700 Club producer Matthew Pierce finds outlet for his production passion on FSBT while recounting his experiences of asking all of the guests on the 700 Club if they know John Piper. (laughs) (laughs) Casey Haas is a LuLaRoe pattern designer and the ex-girlfriend of the audio adrenaline drummer Jared Byers. She brings her fashion advice and insider facts about the CCM world to co-hosting FSBT. So specific. So specific. That's so so good. I love that. I think that's all I have. this This one's from Daniel. Okay. Fake FSBT fact. In high school, inspired by an edgy sermon by his youth pastor... Matthew played clarinet in an underground band he started with his homeschool crew. The band was called Spiritual Laxative. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of callbacks in that one, Daniel. That's nice. I like Beautiful. that one. They only played songs Third Day Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think we got them all. Uh, I, w- I was in a band for like a week in high school. Okay. And the name the name of the band, I never actually did a practice with the full band. Like we could never get everybody together. It was just like different people practicing with each other. And it was called Five Star Marathon, I think. <laughs> I, was, I was the keyboardist for one week. Oh, okay. You play the piano also? Yeah, I played a little bit of, like uh, accompanying keyboards in church okay. when I wasn't on the clarinet. Okay. Hey, fun fact about me. <laughs> I was once offered 
a position of minister of music in an African-American church in Detroit. That sounds great. <laughs> I was I was not able to accept. I had to turn it oh. down. That, that, that sounds like a fake fact, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a fake fact. It was, it was, oddly enough, a true fact. Okay, I'm just making sure we got everybody's... I think we did. I gotta say, like they're they're all really good, and we'll have to figure out how to pick a winner. I am partial to Sarah though because uh, <laughs> I think she's the one that was like messaging from the Middle East or something. Oh, okay. I think she's in the middle. I think she's like way far away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Unless I'm thinking about somebody else. Which is impressive if somebody is asking for a T-shirt from around the world. We gotta pay that shipping. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. It's <laughs> We're just kidding. We're just kidding. You didn't win. <laughs> All right. All right. Beautiful. Thank you so much to everyone who Yes. Who who replied. Those are so that makes fun. it so fun. It makes it so fun to have a podcast when people interact with you. Yes. Because uh you know, like in the early days, like, well, I'm not, I can't even say that because we always had people who would respond, but uh, like every once in a while, like if you threw something out there and nobody would respond, it, it's kind of weird. Like it feels like you're just shouting into the mm-hmm. darkness, mm-hmm. Uh, which was also my teenage years. So <laughs> good thing you recreated the like, experience for yourself. <laughs> it's not like I don't have experience doing that. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's so much more fun when there's someone on the other end. <laughs> I agree. Okay. All right. Miss Haas. Mrs. Mrs. Haas, <laughs> that's right. Sorry. Sorry, Danny. Gonna get in trouble. <laughs> it is time. It is time for Casey's birthday segment. <laughs> I you, you verify this for the people, Casey. I sent this to you. I wrote it weeks in advance. <laughs> totally was not banging this thing out five seconds before we went live on the air. But you have never, you've never laid eyes on I this. I have never laid eyes on this. But you have to perform your lines. In okay, it, which I will. I have, I have, I have helpfully highlighted in pink for oh, you. Oh, thank you. Because you're a girl. Okay. Okay, I'm going to open it now. It's called okay. Casey Haas, Bounty Hunter. <laughs> okay. So, this is, this is my birthday segment for Casey that I wrote. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> you should have highlighted them that I can just go look ahead. That's fine. Let's just get started. Okay. Uh, that way, you, you'll keep you honest. Okay, hold on. Here we go. <clears throat> um, by, by the way, a little birthday surprise for you. Will there be music in the background as we do there this? There better be. There absolutely will be. <laughs> there better be. <laughs> there may even be like a change where like it goes from dramatic music to like action music <laughs> to like lighthearted music. Okay. I don't know. Who's to say? Okay. You'll just have to be surprised <laughs> of what comes out of the editing bay. Okay, I'm ready. Casey Haas. Bounty hunter. Welcome to the, welcome to the future, the year, 
2007. Christianity? Oh, it's illegal. President Bill Nye the Science Guy and his army of atheist robots. Because they're robots who don't believe in God. Have surrounded the last church in America. President Bill Nye aims the super nukes at the church and then he grabs a megaphone. This is your last chance, Christians, he yells. And then he turns to the predator and is like, I changed my mind. Just go ahead and fire the super nukes. Also, the predator works for the government now. They let him hunt the Christians and he eats them because he loves that sweet, <laughs> sweet Baptist flesh. But then a lady's voice is like, Aren't you forgetting something? And everyone is like, what? A woman is leaning against a nearby tree, cowboy hat covering her face. She is wearing a denim skirt and one of those big church blouses from 1991 with the poofy <laughs> shoulder pads. I could have dressed up. She, she, <laughs> she looks up and takes a long drag from a cigarette. Yep. It's Casey Haas, <laughs> Bounty Hunter. This is a real nice potluck, but you forgot the bofa. <laughs> she says calmly, blowing the smoke out, slowly. <laughs> President Bill Nye scowls. What is bofa? Bofa these nuts! <laughs> <laughs> Casey yells, throwing her cowboy hat because, surprise, her cowboy hat has retractable blades. It's basically a big ninja star. It hits one of the atheist robots and the robot explodes and then is like, beep, boop, only at the end do I see the face of God. Then Bill Nye is like, kill her! And the robots start shooting lasers at Casey. And the lasers destroy the fig tree because this is like real nice <laughs> biblical symbolism. Also, it was a fig tree she was leaning against. Then Casey is like, let's go girls. Just like Shania Twain. And yup, her strike team shows up. They snuck up while all the bad guys were distracted. And then Bill Nye is like, is that it? Because her strike team was only one person. Sarah Groves. And Sarah Groves was just kind of sitting there with a guitar. She didn't even bring a weapon or anything. <laughs> and then Casey was like, You know what? Don't even worry about it. Me and Sarah are friends on Twitter now. And then one of the robots was like, Beep, bop, beep. My database requires a definitive ranking of Sarah Grove's songs. <laughs> so then Casey has all the robots gather around and Sarah Grove starts singing and playing her guitar while Casey walks the robots through what each song means to her. And it's like, you know, a real moment. 
they are having a real moment here. <laughs> but then the predator is like, enough of this. I want to destroy the Christians. And he aims his shoulder blaster at Casey and Sarah. And then someone taps the predator on the back and he's like, what? And he turns around and it's totally Danny Haas. <laughs> Danny is wearing a headband and kimono, but it's not like cultural appropriation. It looks hella rad. Also, he's wearing a pair of Easy Boost 350s, black and red. And then Danny is like, pow! And he gives the predator a big old fist sandwich. Just punches him so hard that that mean old alien's head comes clean off and flies approximately 500 feet in the air. It's so messed up. <laughs> and then Casey is all like, Thanks, babe. And Danny just sort of winks at her and goes back to his Xbox game. <laughs> But then President Bill Nye points at Casey and Sarah Groves and is like, guess what? I have aimed the super nukes at you and now I am about to press this button right here. Then Casey was like, you know what? And Bill Nye is like, what? And then Casey was like, everyone should follow me on Twitter so I can get to 1,000 followers. Then Bill Nye was like, why don't you just tweet the inappropriate jokes you send in the DMs? And Casey was like, Okay, but it's different for a woman on social media. And Bill Nye started to zone out just a little bit. But surprise, the whole time Casey was taking out her shoulder pads. And Casey did a cool spin move and was like, whoosh, and threw her shoulder pads at President Bill Nye and knocked him out. <laughs> then Sarah Groves was like, shh, because she was giving the atheist robots an altar call and their heads were bowed and their eyes were closed. Then Casey looked at the camera and made a funny face and shrugged like, good grief. And the audience clapped real loud at the end. <laughs> that was a beautiful work of art. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I Initially, your strike team was much, much larger. And I started thinking about it. I was like, eh, is she really going to want like a huge strike team that she's got to keep up with and manage? Like, no. It's, it's probably just going to be like one or two people. So. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you uh, taking into account my personality with this fictional story. It is a gift to be known. <laughs> it is. It is. It totally to is. Be, to be known and seen <laughs> is a gift. Just me and Sarah Gross taking out. Chilling. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to uh, Laura for tweeting at Sarah Gross and then <laughs> asking her to tell me happy birthday, which she did. And then Sarah followed me on Twitter. That was so nice. Yeah, I knew I couldn't top that, but I, I gave it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> she also followed the podcast too so that was cool yeah <laughs> so. we're sorry in advance no. <laughs> no never
only at the end do I see the face of God.